Welcome to the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Reeves, and my purpose is to help women grow their online businesses, influence, and income with ease. I've built a multiple six-figure business on social media and have mentored now thousands of women across multiple industries on how to do the same. If you're ready to drop the excuses, learn all the juicy secrets, and step fully into the six-figure and beyond boss that you're meant to be, then you've come to the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. I hope you are having the best day ever. I'm so happy to have you here hanging out with me for a little bit for another episode of the Six Figure Influencer Podcast. Today, we're going to be diving into what a six-figure strategy is all about, what goes into it, what it looks like, who it works for, what industries, all the things. And I'm excited to talk about this one because the whole reason why you're listening to this is because you have a business or you're about to have a business or you dream of having a business and If you have a business or you dream of having one, I would hope that your end goal is to be very successful with that business in terms of the income that you create and the impact that you create from that business as well. And in order to get the influence, impact, and income, you have to have a strategy. There's no other way around it. So in this episode, we are going to be going into my own six-figure strategy. It's the one that I actually use month in and month out. It's the one that I actually teach. What we're going to be covering in this episode is across the board what every single person needs to do if they are wanting to grow their business on social media. Every single thing, it just, it has to be done no matter what industry you are in. So before we get into all of that juice, I have two very important things to tell you, and I promise you I will make these quick, but you want to hear them. Number one, the Six Figure Differentiator Masterclass is this week, the week that this podcast comes out. It is Thursday, April 22nd. It is absolutely free. We go into how to create your own six-figure differentiator, and we're going to cover a lot more. We're going to cover a lot of the how-to things that I'll be talking about in this episode in terms of strategy. So long story short, it's going to be fun. It's going to be incredibly valuable to somebody wanting to grow their business on social media. So you can join or sign up for that via the link in the show notes or in my Instagram bio. Like I said, that's on April 22nd and it is free. And the Influence the Income Formula waitlist is open. And if you need help making money via your social media, which is what the Influence the Income Formula will teach you how to do, please hear me when I say you want to get on that wait list for a few different reasons. One being there are a very limited amount of VIP spots and they book up really fast every time. And we are doing welcome packages this round. And if you want one, there's also a limited number of those too. All right. So again, if you need help, hands-on support, 
making real income and money via your social media for your business, the Influence the Income Formula will teach you how to do that. And the waitlist is open now and you can access that via the link in the show notes or again in my Instagram bio. See, that was easy, short, sweet, to the point. Cool. Now back to your six-figure strategy. All right, so last week, last episode, episode 104, we covered your differentiator, right? We talked about how important it is for you to be doing certain things and actions to help you stand out from your competition on social media. But that is actually just a piece of your six-figure strategy. It's totally part of it, but it's just a piece. So imagine we have a puzzle in front of us, the six-figure strategy puzzle, Figuring out what your differentiator is, is one of those pieces. It's got to be there. Otherwise, this thing, the puzzle does not work. So I'm about to share with you what the other pieces of the puzzle, so to speak, are when it comes to putting together your own six-figure strategy. But really quickly, let's talk about why a strategy is even necessary. Because I understand when you have a business, And I I understand because I know I'm in your shoes. I get this. When you have a business, that is your baby. You have clients, you have customers, whatever you sell might be what you're passionate about or something about it, right? It's just, it's your business for a reason. That's where you want to put your energy. But when you are wanting to scale on social media, You have to be showing up there and in a strategic way. And this takes some time. This takes some effort. And if you don't understand why it is so necessary for you to be putting in that time and effort because of the incredible results it could le- it could yield for you and your business, if you don't understand, then you won't do it and therefore you won't get the results that are possible for you. And what I have learned from myself and from women that I've worked with, when you do not have a strategy in place, one that is proven, one that you trust, and one that can keep you focused, what I found is you are leaving yourself vulnerable to doubt, overwhelm, distraction, and inconsistency. You're leaving yourself vulnerable to doubt because if it's not a strategy that, again, is proven or one that you trust because somebody you know has tested this and you know it's working for them, or again, it's proven in some way, you're not you're likely not going to see results from using a strategy one day or one week. You might see little wins. Depending on where you are in your business, you might be seeing results, for, a, but for a lot of people, it takes a little bit of time for a strategy to, to start building momentum that will then produce results in terms of conversions for their business. This is any kind of strategy, all right? So you need to be able to trust the strategy that you are using and that you are implementing so that in that lag time, while you're waiting for this strategy to start working for you, you don't stop short of that result. Because guess what? When you stop doing a strategy, it's going to stop working. You're not, you're not going to magically get to that result. So you need to trust what you are doing and the actions that you're taking so that you can get to the destination that you're wanting to get to. 
when you're not using a strategy, you are leaving yourself open to overwhelm because there are a lot of strategies out there. I mean, you just do a quick Google search, you get on YouTube, you scroll through social media. Everybody has their own strategy or their own variation of strategy. And we all think our own strategy is the best because it's the one that we're using. And hopefully if you're, or if you're teaching it, hopefully you are using it and it's proven, right? Like the strategies that I teach, I actually do. They actually work for me. They work for my clients, which is why I continue to teach them. I think they're the best. (laughs) So when you don't have your own that you already trust, you're going to be overwhelmed and you're going to be wondering, okay, who do I listen? to, whose strategy is better. And at the end of the day, it's not that one is better than others. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of, there's so many different lenses to look at this under, but as long as you're doing something, some sort of strategy, you're going to get to that destination. It's just, you need to pick one and go, right? Which one is most aligned to you, which feels best to you. Follow that and go. So you don't want to leave yourself vulnerable to overwhelm. And then when you aren't using and relying on some sort of strategy, you are going to leave yourself open to distraction because of kind of what I just said. Like there's so many different options out there. There are so many different paths that will get you to the same destination. You can get very distracted, which means that you're going to be maybe trying multiple strategies at the same time, which is going to slow you down. And then you're going to be inconsistent. And that is the last thing. I want you to think of what the results that you want to create in your business, right? Whether this be a six-figure business, a seven-figure business, a certain number of subscribers, whatever the big thing is for you, I want you to think of it this way. You are putting this goal into the GPS, all right? Now, Anytime you put something in GPS, there are multiple routes to get you there. Some might get you there one or two minutes faster. Some, they'll be the exact same amount of time. Some might be a lot longer, but either way, like most strategies will get you to that destination if you are following one. But in order to get to that destination, you can't stop, right? If I'm wanting to drive from Mount Juliet to downtown Nashville right now, I can get there. I can get there in about 30, 35 minutes or so, but only if I keep driving. If I stop along the way and I get some food or if I get distracted and run into Target and then turn around or decide I wanna go somewhere else, I'm not only not gonna get to Nashville, but I'm going to be on the road for a really long time, right? Like that, I mean, it's like a weird example, but it's seriously the same thing. And people that are inconsistent that stop and go, stop and go, stop and go, and then scratch their head wondering why they haven't hit the goal or the thing that they're wanting to achieve, that's why. Because you have to choose a path and then stay on it until you hit that destination. Okay, so hopefully by now I've convinced you that, yeah, like a strategy is necessary. It is key and it's super helpful to not only getting you to your destination, but getting there in a decent amount of time. And obviously it depends on what your end goal is, right? But the faster you have a strategy to get you there, one that you can trust, the faster you will get there versus not having one, okay? So I wanna tell you a bit about my story. I don't think I've shared this on this on the podcast anyway about how 
I discovered my own six-figure strategy because it wasn't something that I learned from somebody else. It wasn't something that I made up. It was something that I kind of stumbled upon from testing a lot of other strategies and then realizing, oh, wait, what I'm doing is actually working really well. And then realizing that like this was kind of the common denominator and, you know, the common strategy that other people were using. Like I could kind of see it better once I realized it in myself. It'll make sense in a minute. And that that's how I kind of figured out, okay, these, when I do these things together, this works really well and I've been doing it ever since. So let me take you back to, uh, let's say 2017. All right. This is when, this is before I switched my business to what I'm doing now. So my first business was managing social media for other businesses. All right. At the time, I did not know that I wanted to do what I'm doing right now. I just knew I was very unhappy. I had been growing that business at that point for about almost two years. I made great money. I had grown that business to six figures, but I was incredibly unfulfilled. And I knew that I wanted to make some sort of switch, but I didn't know what that looked like. And it was also really scary because I'd spent what felt like a significant amount of time, right? Almost two years. That's a, that's a significant amount of time. I'd spent that time building that business, getting it to a level where I totally could have taken it so much further. I totally could have expanded my team. I had great clients, you know, like the sky was the limit, it seemed with that business. But again, not happy. Change needed to be made. And how I discovered that I wanted to work with women is because I had taken like random freelancing jobs with women solopreneurs. I had helped some with their websites. I had helped some a little bit with their social media. And I noticed that that was way more fun and fulfilling to me than working with bigger brands. It just felt better. It was just more aligned with who I am as a person. And I'd also noticed kind of this pattern too, right? I noticed that business owners on social media kind of fell in two distinct categories. Ones that understood social media and knew the things to do and the right actions and how to present themselves and create content in order to move the needle in their business. And then ones that did not. And I felt so much for the latter category, these other women, because these were women like me, right? These are women who were new moms or who they were about to be moms or, you know, women in college or business owners, right? Like they had a goal, they needed to grow their business, but they had no freaking clue how to do it. And they needed desperately to figure it out. So long story short, I followed that nudge and I decided, you know what, who better to help these women than me? Like, why can't I do it? I, I know social media. I've grown brands and, you know, other like brick and mortar businesses, Surely I can help build personal brands. It can't be that hard. And I just, I felt like such more of a connection there. So I made that leap in 2018 and I decided to 
start the business that I have now. And I get started and I get into it. And then the pretty obvious realization finally dawns on me that while I did have experience growing other businesses' presences, it is very different to grow a business's account versus a personal business account. There are similarities for sure, but I didn't realize how different the two were. And I also kind of didn't realize that I didn't have experience growing a personal account. My account at the time, it was brand new. I didn't have a following. I knew how to create content, but I didn't know how, again, how to present myself or do all the other little things, okay? So now I'm in this predicament where I have decided to take on the role of mentor and educator for other women solopreneur business owners with small businesses, yet I didn't know how to do the same for myself. And by the way, I had cut all of my income off. I luckily had a couple of freelance clients that was keeping me like kind of afloat. We also had Chris's income, so that was helpful. But we also had our first baby on the way. (laughs) So it was this highly stressful situation and it was sink or swim. Like I needed to figure it out and I needed to figure it out freaking fast. So what I did was a whole lot of research and a whole lot of testing. I also took some courses, some free and some paid workshops and courses, that kind of thing. I couldn't afford a coach at the time, but I just immersed myself into learning. What what does it take? What are the things that separate the successful business owners on social media versus the non-successful on social media? What are the missing links here? And for months, almost a year, I tested, actually over a year, testing things out. I tested every strategy that I came across, every strategy that I learned. Some worked, some didn't, some screwed up everything, some didn't do anything. And after months of doing this, just to like keep this as short and sweet as possible, eventually things did start to work. Eventually, something clicked. And I was so tapped into my analytics and I had like such a pulse on on my business as a whole that like any win I was so just aware of, (laughs) highly, highly aware of. And I just noticed like things started to increase. Followers started to increase, shares started to increase, engagement started to increase, business inquiries started to increase, like all the things. Something was working. I was a business owner with no social proof, some experience, but like kind of in a different industry, right? But like people were coming to me. They were wanting to work with me. They were trusting me. Some like things were working back, like thinking back way before they probably should have, or I would assume that they should have. Okay. So I was like, okay, pause. (laughs) What am I doing? What are the strategies that I'm doing now? What are the common denominators? What what am I doing right now? Because whatever I'm doing right now, it is working. And I just reflected over the past couple months and the way that I've been showing up and taking a step back from that, you know, kind of like getting an aerial view or a big picture view of my strategy 
I realized that it came down to, at the time, I realized it was four things. Now I realize it's five. And we're going to, I'm going to tell you all these things. Don't worry. But I realized it came down to this handful of categories, pieces of the puzzle, if you will, that needed to be addressed and action needed to be taken in each of these areas over extended periods of time. And when you did those things over time, all the things, all the analytics increased and conversions and business inquiries and trust and influence and all the things that we want as business owners on social media, the things started to increase. And then I looked at the other accounts that I looked up to that somehow had it figured out that weren't sharing their secrets. And I took a look at what they were doing. I was like, yep, there it is. There's piece number one. There's piece number two, three, four, five, boom. It's got to be these things. And I tested it for a while. And that is how I ultimately came up with the influence to income formula or the first variation of it, because of course it it's been updated and tweaked throughout the years to reflect what's really working now and, you know, all the things. So the first iteration, that's how it came about, which is right, this whole, the six-figure strategy is the, the influence to income formula. That is how I figured it out. And since then, since figuring it out, I have shown up relentlessly and faithfully doing all the things that I'm about to share with you. And my business has grown steadily and sometimes exponentially because of these things. And it's not just my industry. It's not just people with my kind of business. I've taught this to people from direct sales, of course, to real estate agents, women who own brick and mortars, from boutiques to med spas to bloggers, you name it. I have found that if you have something to sell on social media, it doesn't matter what the thing is or what industry you're in. It matters the type of actions that you take, again, over an extended period of time, which is the formula that I'm about to finally share with you. So what is this game-changing six figure strategy, aka the influence to income formula. And listen, if you have worked with me or if you've taken influence to income formula, keep listening. Because like I said, this strategy, it needs to be updated and it has been updated every few months to reflect what's actually working now. What worked a year ago when I, the last time I launched this does not work anymore. So it's always like social media is always evolving. So is this formula. So if you have heard this spiel before, keep listening. Okay. You're probably going to learn something new, but the first thing is this, this is not part of the formula, but like the prereq is obviously you need something to sell or Let's say you were in my position whenever I first started my business. I, I knew what industry I was in and who I wanted to help, but I didn't have anything to offer yet. So my friends out there who are listening, who want to start a business, who, you know, they, yeah, you want to start a business, but you just, you don't have your offer yet. What you need to know is who you want to serve and ultimately like at least the industry you're wanting to go into. What problem are you going to solve? Even if you still have to get a certification or the rest of your education, or if you're just not ready to take that leap yet, it's all good. Just get clear on who are you helping? What problem are you solving? What industry are you in? Are you in? Because I've said this so many times. 
You don't want to just show up on the internet ready to sell something with all cold leads. That is, people buy from those who they like, know, and trust. So if you just come out the gate trying to sell something, it's going to be harder for you. So even if you don't have something to offer right now, you can set the stage for what's to come right now. And the sooner you start doing that, the sooner or the faster, whenever you do have something to offer, people will be buying from you. And I am perfect proof of this because for almost a year, I had nothing to offer. And people, by the end of that year, people were messaging me, begging for me to to coach them. Not, I mean, that, that makes it sound like I was just crazy, crazy in demand. It was not like that. It was definitely a slow burn, but people were asking to work with me before I had anything to offer. And then whenever I did have something to offer, I had a $5,000 launch, which like at the time was huge. This was something from my brain that I made five grand in, in, in a handful of days. That was insane for me. And I'm certain the reason why that happened is because I followed this formula that I'm going to give you. And also I set this stage before I had something to sell. All right. So you need something to sell, or you at least need to know the things that I just shared. Now, what is the formula? Whenever I first created this, there were four pieces of the formula, four parts of the formula. Now I have five because what I used to teach were the actions, right? I would say, okay, we need to do this, 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 and this. And while I knew in my heart and soul that those actions, if somebody did them over time, I knew for a fact that would grow their business. But if that person doesn't believe that, or if they don't believe that they are worthy or have um, the capabilities to take their business to whatever level they want to take it to, they wouldn't show up and do the actions. So not too long ago, I added a fifth piece of the element, which I teach first, which is mindset. This is number one for you, mindset. Now, this piece is so important, and I could talk about this for so long, and I have so much to say on this piece that I'm actually dedicating a full podcast episode to this next week. So next week's podcast is going to be all on mindset, all right? But I'm going to leave you with this. You can be given any strategy, the best strategy in the world. You can dream as big as you want to, as small as you want to, and again, like given the exact step, step by step, to get there. But if you do not believe that you have what it takes, or again, you are worthy, or you're the type of person to do that, or you're deserving of having that level of success, you will not do the actions. You will not do it. I've seen it time and time and time again. Self-sabotage. I have done this to myself. It is this crazy phenomenon that you have to believe it is possible for yourself first. Because here's the thing. When it comes to growing a business, any kind of business, whether you're doing it in a brick and mortar building, whether you're doing it virtually on social media, it doesn't matter. When you are building a business, it's going to take time and effort period. 
And the only way that you are going to work through those days where you're not seeing results or you're not having a good time or things freaking suck to get to the good days, the only way you're going to do that is if you believe that at the end of that day, at the end of that season, at the end of this long road you have ahead of you, you will get to that beautiful destination of the business that you want to build. But if you don't believe that you'll ever get there or, or it's not possible for you, or people, again, people like you, you won't put in that effort. You will self-sabotage or you will stop short. You will get distracted. You will find some reason and excuse to not keep going. All right. So mindset is so key. It is so powerful. And I always start here with clients if they need it. Some, Some people don't. Um, and, and it's what I start and what I always teach first because everything else will be in vain. All right. So if you know that you need some help with that or, and, and this is, we all experience different levels of sabotage or different forms of sabotage at different levels. So maybe you haven't experienced this yet, but as you continue to grow, maybe you will. So I just encourage you to listen to next week's episode because I'll be going all into mindset, but that's number one. You have to believe that the level of business that you want for yourself is possible for you first so that you then show up daily or consistently to to get there. Like like my driving analogy, to get to Nashville, you got to keep driving to Nashville. You can't pull off somewhere between here and Nashville, okay? Same thing growing a business. The second part of the formula for your six-figure business, for your influence income, whatever that level business is for you, is your brand, your differentiator. Now, we talked really, really deeply about this in last episode. So episode 104, we went super deep into this. But Cliff Notes version is there are a lot of people out there that sell what it is that you sell. So how you stand out from those people and how you make somebody want to buy from you versus all the other people that they know that also sell what you sell is you differentiate yourself through your brand. When it comes to your brand, it is your aesthetics, right? Your brand colors, your fonts, your grid pattern, your presets, the the visual elements that people see whenever they come across your content or your profile. And then there's the energetics piece, your tone, your perspective, your attitude, your, your energy. That piece is probably the most important, they're both super important and they both will help you stand out for sure. And the, the, um, aesthetics piece is great for first impressions. That's how you're going to grow your audience initially, but it's the energetics piece that is what's going to make somebody hand their money to you versus somebody else. So if you want to hear more about that, I encourage you to go listen to episode 104 because I spent a good 45 minutes talking about that and explaining a lot more about it. But that's part two. The third part of your six-figure strategy that I've proven, so important, content. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. Content. Your content is the price you pay for somebody's attention. People cannot find you People cannot buy from you or learn about what it is that you have to offer if you don't have their attention. How do you get their attention from your content? Your content is anything you create online. 
anything you put on the internet, a blog, a YouTube video, a podcast, a post, an IGTV, a reel, a story, anything you put out there that is your content. The better your content, the more attention you are going to get. The better your content and the more tapped in that content is to your ideal client, the more attention you're gonna get from the right person that actually needs what it is that you sell and that you actually want to work with. Your content is so freaking important. It is an art. And it also takes time. I'm not going to sit here and act like it does not take time. And I think this is the piece that so many business owners struggle with because, again, they have their business. They have their passion over here that they want to spend all their time in. But if they want to scale that business on social media, they have to do the social media things and the things that I'm explaining to you right now, including creating content. Some people naturally enjoy creating content like me. If I could do one thing all day, every day, it would be to create, to record podcasts, to make reels, videos, stories. All I want to do is create. That is who I am as a human. And I empathize with so many people where that is not your strength. That's not what you want. However, Please do not use this as an excuse to not do it because while it may not be a passion of yours, it is something you can learn. It is something that you can um, streamline and make super effective and where you can work smarter, not harder, or, or even outsource in some cases it might make sense. I promise you just because creating content doesn't light you up or isn't super exciting to you, that doesn't mean that you can't do it and do it well. And it certainly doesn't mean that it still is not as important and necessary as somebody who does enjoy creating content. You cannot grow a business on social media without content. You can't do it. And like I said before, the better your content, the the more attention you're going to get, the more eyeballs on your feed, which means the more people that are going to be learning about what it is you sell. Do you see how this works? So please, for my people out there where this is where you're struggling, when you receive coaching or you invest in training on this and also practice, 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 this can get easier. And I just, I feel you. I'm sending so much love to you because I can only imagine having so many other things on your plate. And then, oh, by the way, I need you to also create all this content. It's a freaking lot. But if you want to grow on social media, it needs to be done. And with some training and practice, it can be something that it becomes kind of cohesive to the rest of your business actions from from what I've heard from other women who they don't they don't love creating content, but like they figure it out and it just becomes like another thing that they do. Just how like answering emails and paying bills and keeping up with my finances bores me to tears, but they still get done because in order for my business to work, they just have to happen. So they get completed. All right. So that is your third piece. The fourth piece, you have your brand, you're, you're, you're differentiating yourself, you're creating content. So you're getting this attention on your stuff. Now, how to kind of, like I equate this next 
piece of the formula as um, like, like your content has created this fire. And then this next piece is like pouring gasoline on the fire. And that is your engagement strategy. Yes, people can come to your content and read it and decide right then and there, I'm going to buy from this person. I'm going to sign up and work with this person. I'm going to subscribe to the blog. I'm going to yada, yada, yada. That's going to happen a lot for you. And especially when your content gets better, it happens all the time for me. It's beautiful. But maybe you have an offer that's a little bit more high ticket or you're wanting to maybe grow a little bit faster, right? And instead of relying on the organic element of people coming across your feed and then come scrolling across one of your posts or finally tapping and seeing your stories, instead of relying on the organic piece and, and the algorithm, because that can't be controlled, your engagement strategy will allow you to take matters and relationship building with the right people into your own hands. This is you kind of taking control of the wheel because you can't control the algorithm. You can't, you cannot control who sees your stories or who sees your content, even if you're putting out the best content. That's kind of the sucky part. However, if you have a killer bomb engagement strategy, you can control whose DMs you're getting into and whose content you're engaging on, whose notifications your name is popping into. And when you do this strategically, not just with anybody, but with the right people, two things are going to happen. Not only will your own engagement increase because all these platforms, they just want you to be active and showing up. So the more that you're engaging on other people's stuff, the more that You'll be given additional reach and additional engagement because of that. But also, the second thing that's going to happen is you are going to build a, be building relationships with the right people. You are going to be fast-tracking the relationship-building process because somebody might have to see a piece of content or the same message 7, 8, 15 times before it finally gets to their thick skull that they need what it is you have to offer. But if you're DMing them in the background and y'all are kikiing and having a good time talking about, you know, other random things and they fall in love with your personality and who you are as a person, they're going to be seeing more of your content and you're building that like, know, and trust so much faster. So having an engagement strategy behind the scenes, behind the curtain is kind of like your secret weapon to growing your business faster. So you can go about engaging however you want to. I encourage you to make sure it's with the right people. I teach my signature process. It's called Profitable Prospecting. I teach it in Influence the Income Formula and to one-on-one clients. I've talked about it some on this podcast as well. And I also have an app coming out that's going to help with this too. But what I can share here with you is make sure you are engaging with the right people. Okay, in the DMs works really well. So have a process to where you are DMing and engaging with people that you would consider prospects for your business and continue to do that over periods of time. Okay, 
build relationships over a period of time. Don't try and fast track it. Don't try. I don't, I don't mean I want you in their DMs pitching them or cold messaging them. Absolutely not. I want you to be engaging on their content and acting and remembering that they are a human being and acting like it and trusting that when you are building that relationship and being nice and supportive that they're going to be seeing your content more. They're going to be learning organically about your business. And then if a business conversation comes up and makes sense, then pull the trigger for sure. And the fifth and final piece of a six-figure strategy is you have to be growing your audience. This is how you scale your business. Eventually, you will work through all of all of your leads and your audience. That that will happen. Either everybody has already bought, or they're just simply not ready yet, or they're never going to buy. So, if you are not doing something to be getting cold, aligned, ideal client level leads into your audience consistently, slowly, and consistently over time, then this is how businesses plateau. This is how sales decline. All the things that we want to avoid, of course. All right. So there are so many different growth strategies out there, right? What I recommend that you don't do are any kind of growth strategy that sounds too good to be true or that makes it to where you grow too fast. For example, massive giveaways that are not aligned, They're just with a bunch of random people, have like a crazy good prize, but it's open to freaking anybody that wants to enter. And giveaways are open to everybody technically because anybody could stumble across the page, of course, but there there are ways to do a giveaway that's a lot more aligned and focused. So like massive giveaways, I don't recommend. Hiring growth services, I do not recommend. I have hired growth services in the past. And as a matter of fact, one of the iterations of the influence income formula taught on hiring a growth service. It came with a disclaimer and it said, hey, this isn't right for everybody. And I suggested the one that I had tested and that worked really well for me. But since then, the algorithm has changed. The growth service itself has changed. What works, what what people can notice or have noticed, just a lot of things have changed. And because of those things, and especially Instagram's policy and how they're really cracking down on super spammy behavior, I do not recommend growth services anymore. They're just not worth it because while, yes, they could still work and there are many of them out there that you can hire, Instagram knows when you have hired somebody to help you do this. And they can tell when it's done by a program versus a human. You can hire VAs to do some like, you know, targeting and likes and and that kind of thing, engagement. That's okay. But if you take it to the next level, like a growth service would, because their whole thing, what they're selling is fast growth. When you do that, Instagram can tell. And while you may be growing, it is going to absolutely astronomically kill your reach and your engagement. I have done this. I have lived this. And it took me a while to get my engagement back up to what I would consider normal. And things like follow loops, right? Like the follow for follow thing. Some of them are super targeted, you know, like mom follow loops or something like that, which... 
I mean, if you have a product that you're selling to moms and you do a mom follow loop, I can see the appeal for sure. But nine times, I mean, well, I don't know. I feel like a lot of those things people are following for their own gain. And then as soon as it's over, they're likely to unfollow you. Here's the thing. Growth services, big giveaways, like massive untargeted giveaways, uh, follow loops. It's not that they don't work. They work. I feel like many of them can and will do more harm than good. And your time is best spent doing something that's not going to get you in trouble. And that more importantly is a lot more targeted and something that is going to allow you to grow at a more steady pace. You want to be wary of growth strategies that are going to end up in a massive gain of hundreds or thousands of followers. And here's why. When you grow too fast and your engagement like your level of engagement hasn't caught up to the amount of followers you have, meaning it hasn't increased with the increase of your followers, that means you have a big gap from your amount of engagement to the amount of followers you have. How this translates to Instagram or Facebook or any platform, how this translates to the algorithm is what you're putting out there isn't as good anymore. Because you did have this level, you had this level of engagement, right? Like, let's do an example and keep it really simple for for me. (laughs) Let's say you have, you had 100 followers. You've been saying about 100 followers. And your engagement rate, your rate of engagement is about 50%, like, which is amazing. 50% of your audience is pretty engaged with you. And then let's say that your following goes up to 200 followers, right? You you gain 100 followers overnight because you hired a growth service or you did something, which in the grand scheme, 100 followers isn't, it's not that crazy. This is just an example, okay? So you gain 100 followers. Now you have 200 followers, but since these followers are new to you and they haven't had a chance to really get to know you, they're not seeing your content in their feeds yet, they're not engaging on your stuff yet, your engagement rate is still at what was 50%, what now is 25%. And that happened overnight. So that's like a pretty big discrepancy. And again, the way that the algorithm sees that and they're going to translate that is something happened with your content, you're doing something weird, and your audience isn't vibing with it as much. So they're going to show your content to less people, which naturally is going to get less engagement. That is not what we want. So that's why you want to be careful with these, like get a bunch of followers quick scams and promises because it sounds fun. It sounds great. Trust me, I've fallen into this trap more times than I can count, but it's just in the grand scheme, it's not worth it because if you're, if the people aren't seeing your stuff and they're not engaging with you, then you're not building like no one trusts. They're not going to learn about what you have to offer and your business will suffer. The type of growth strategies that I recommend you do nowadays. All right. And this is April, 2021. In a few months, this might change. But what is working really well right now in terms of what people want to see, what they're engaging with and interacting with, and also what is working with the platform itself, like Instagram and the algorithm, 
What I see working and what works really well for me are strategic collaborations with people that have audiences that you actually want as your own audience, okay? Obviously, you can you could grow your audience to a million people, but if these people are not aligned to you and what you offer, they're not gonna buy from you, which is not gonna help your business. Some examples of these would be like story shout outs, story um, giveaways, or just regular giveaways, but just very targeted, uh, story takeovers, and things like influencer strategies. All of these are home runs when they are executed well. And there is, of course, just like everything else, a right way and a wrong way to do each of those. But when you know the right way how to do them and you partner with the right people, they are excellent opportunities for you to grow your audience at a at a pace that isn't gonna hurt you and with the right people that are interested in what you have to offer. All right, so that's it. That is the six-figure strategy. That is the influence to income formula. That is what works, what has worked and has continued to work for me, what has worked and continue to work for my clients across every industry I can think of just about just about. That's it, y'all. Five things. Get your mind right. Differentiate and brand yourself. Create good, engaging content. Have an engagement strategy to build relationships with the right people. And do some periodic growth strategies so that you are getting the right people into your audience so you can continue to grow and scale your business. I realize when I say it like that, it sounds very simplistic and I'm not minimizing the amount of effort that goes into each one of those areas because it does. But my question to you is this, is your business and your goals and your dreams for your business worth it? Because here's the thing, the time's going to pass. You're going to have to work anyway. Most people listening, you're going to have to do some sort of work anyway. So it can either be work for somebody else's business or work for your own. And that work can look like many different things. And while what I just outlined for you does require work and effort, it's it really comes down to which which work do you prefer? somebody else's in in somebody else's business or in a corporate setting or, you know, whatever that would look like for you or, or this, building your own business on your own social media under your own terms. That's the question you have to ask yourself. And if the answer is, it is worth it to me, this level of work is what I choose, then I'm telling you right now what I just outlined to you will produce results, will grow your business if you do it. If you get in the dang car and you hit the right gears and you don't stop until you get to that destination. When you think of it like that, it can be that simple. And I realize that's a mildly bold statement and a big promise, but I've seen it work too many times with too many different of people across too many industries. It just... It's not a person thing. It's not a personality thing. It is an effort and a strategy thing over a certain period of time. All right, my love. So that's it. Remember, if you need help with your differentiator, we have a free masterclass coming up on April 22nd. 
definitely join us for that. And if you hear this strategy right now and you're like, okay, I'm, I get it. I choose this level of work. This is what I want. I believe or I can commit to attempting to believe that I am the type of person who can do this at a level that produces successful results. But you need help with the how, right? You need help with the branding. You need coaching on content. You need coaching and and support and step-by-step systems and strategy on the engagement and the growth strategies, everything I just shared. If that is you, it will not hurt you one bit nor take $1 of yours to sign up for the Influence the Income Formula waitlist so that you can be first to know and just see what it is all about. This new round that's coming out very soon is updated for 2021 and it's just going to be killer. We're doing things very differently. If you've already taken it before, don't worry. Everybody who's taken it before gets access to future rounds, every future round, but there are VIP spots. There are welcome packages. There's a 60 page workbook that I'm calling like the social media strategy Bible. It's just next, next, next level. And I'm, if you can't tell, I'm freaking thrilled. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Just join the wait list so you can at least learn about it and learn about the VIP spots and all the things that are time sensitive and that there's a limited amount of. All right. Anyway, I hope this was super helpful for you. If you enjoyed it, you know that I would appreciate more than anything if you shared it out in your stories or with your team or left me a review. It would mean the absolute world to me. Other than that, I will let you go. Don't forget, next week we're going to cover six-figure mindset. I have so much to say about that. And I love you. I will talk to you very soon. Mwah. Hey, friend. Thank you so much for listening. My goal is to help as many women as possible. And if this episode supported you in any way, the very best way to show your appreciation is by simply screenshotting this episode and sharing on your social media or with your team, or even better, dropping me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Don't forget, if you're looking for additional support, you can always reach me on Instagram at Reeves. And or you can join us in the free Six Figure Influencer Facebook group. See you back here next week.